Have you ever wondered what heaven is like? Do you ever wish you could meet a real-life saint? Ever imagined what it takes to be a saint? You are not alone. Really, heaven is not a prison, and the saints are not secluded. Join us on the discovery of a lifetime as we probe the mystery of the communion of saints. Find that the promise of heaven begins now, and companionship with the saints begins today. No longer strangers, bonding with the saints in heaven and on earth. Welcome to No Longer Strangers. This is Father Taylor, your host. I am excited to be in a new venue today. I am in Richard, Louisiana, just having finished the anniversary mass for Servant of God Charlene Richard. Uh, my first time to attend her mass, the anniversary mass, and um, she is on the way to canonization. She's Servant of God. I also have a special honor to be here with the great niece of Charlene, Julia Hale, and her fiance and one of her friends who have attended the Mass as well. They've probably attended, how many times have you attended, been to this Mass? Since I was born. Since, since she was born, she said she's attended. So I really just kind of wanted to invite her to share some of her testimony. Um, to give a brief synopsis about Charlene, Charlene was born, when was she born? Um, she was born in 1947, and from a young age, she grew in a devotion to St. Therese. She loved St. Therese, loved her little way of life, um, and tried to imitate her as much as she could. Charlene, just like any other little, little South Louisiana girl, went to school, had a big family, did chores around the house, but then when she was... When she was 12, she was diagnosed with leukemia. And a very grim prognosis was given to her. But Charlene, just like Therese, accepted it joyfully, accepted it lovingly. And um, it was very beautiful. It was said that every day when the priest would come to the hospital to visit with her, she'd stop and say, okay, Father, what am I to offer my sufferings up today? What am I to, what, what am I to offer up you know, this, this pain for and she would offer her sufferings up for different causes and died at the age of 12. And as we really just heard from the postulator of the cause during the Mass, that from the moment she died um, till today in 2022, there have been countless case cases of healings, miracles, stories, people inspired. I mean, the, the Mass was, was packed. Was, the church was packed. Hall was packed. People are, people are still now, you know, going to her grave and stuff. It's 8 o'clock at night. Um, so I'm going to pass the mic over to Julia and let her share a little, just her experience, literally being a family member of Charlene, but also how Charlene has kind of spoken into, into her life. So, Julia, the mic's yours. Thank you, Father, for having me and seeing Charlene as the wonderful person that she is as a servant of God and thank you for taking interest in her cause. Um, it's great to know you and to have friendship with you. Um, I am Charlene's great niece. I am the granddaughter of her youngest brother. He was around two years old when she passed. So growing up, we didn't have many stories from him, 
and it was always a little hard for him to talk about her. But we were always filled with the love of Charlene and her presence was very evident always at any of our get-togethers and our meetings together. And since I was little, my parents always made sure to tell me about her and for us to ask for her intercession. And we have seen her heal many things and just bring light to many situations. And once when I was young, I often played with my baby dolls in my room. And my mom one day came in and I was very frustrated and upset. And she was like, well, what's wrong, Julia? And I said, Charlene, Charlene's just right there. And I pointed towards my ceiling and I said, she's just watching me. And I keep telling her to, why don't you come down? Why don't you come play with me? And she doesn't. And she, she just stays there, mom. Like, why doesn't she come play with me? And so since then, I have continued to have a sweet friendship with her. And it's very true, the statement that Father Taylor often says is that saints are our friends. And I can definitely say that Charlene is one of my best friends. And she introduced me to uh, St. Therese, which as learning more and getting older, I learned how much she loved Therese and looked up to her. And I think she kind of introduced her bestie to me and was like, hey, let's be besties together. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's just been wonderful, and she is the perfect comforter, and she will calm your fears and take care of you, especially growing up and going through the hard times of high school and becoming an adult. I have always gone to sit with her at her grave. My favorite place is to go to the graveyard and just sit with Charlene. It's beautiful. It sounds weird, you know, in a sense, but... It's one of the safest places for me and brings me such comfort being able to sit there with her. And she listens ever so well to all of my troubles and listens to me vent. And every time I leave, my heart's a little lighter and I feel much better about all of my situations. Thank you, Julia. That was, that was awesome. And so I know you, um, you got married in... February 11th on Our Lady of Lords, and your husband now, um, I think y'all kind of also met really sort of through Charlene, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, St. Therese, and there's a, that's a whole whole nother story, you know, about I think Therese kind of showing up at, at Charlene's tomb, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. and um, really kind of just watching over y'all. So it's beautiful. Um, so thank you again just for your words. And I think what you said is just so true that, I mean, the saints are just so close to us, and you saw her not just as a relative, but as a, I mean, as a friend. And kind of her presence in heaven made her sort of more of a friend to you because she was more accessible. Um, you know, I had, I had kind of a little, I'll share this, at a little moment in the Mass that was really powerful for me. Um, well, first of all, like, I was kind of surprised because they're doing the Eucharistic prayer. You know, they're asking everybody to sort of like, you know, the priests come up and say different parts of the Eucharistic prayer. I mean, the bishop's leading it. The priest from Rome was postulator, you know, like all these like really important people, and me just this like little podunk priest who just happened to show up because he liked like Charlene, and you know, I'm I'm just sitting back praying, and then they're like, 
the most important, not the most important part, like the most important part is this is my body giving up for you. But the part where it's basically like they remember the name of the person who's deceased. They called me up to say that. And so I'm like, you know, remember Lord, your servant, Charlene. And it was just really, I mean, just really touching because um, I've known Charlene since I was little. Um, I've known some of her story, but really meeting you has brought her to life in a powerful way. Um I mean, I would say really a lot of our friendship has grown with her. Um, yeah, because I knew um, Elizabeth who introduced me to y'all and we all kind of just connected. And I, I mean, even friends on earth I have because of a friend in heaven. Um, but my story also goes a little more than that. I It was after I'd received communion because I was kneeling down praying and um, I wanted to bring my mom to this mass because my mom knows about Charlene and I tried to get her to come. My mom just had some really bad heart procedures and had to get a pacemaker and it's just really weak. And um, it's been rough because my parish is two hours away just from my mom. And then where she's going to, where she's been in the hospital, where my mom was in the hospital was extra far. And so it's it's been a lot of driving and I just felt like super strained with all this stuff. And um, so I knelt down to pray after communion. I was just kind of like, you know, Lord, I was like, you know, I don't know how to deal with all this stuff. And the closing or the communion hymn was, you know, that you pass, you know, through raging waters, in waters, um, that, um, in, in the sea you shall not drown. And, you know, be not afraid. I go before you always. And I just, it really touched me because it was just like, yeah, I was like, if I'm in the midst of just all this stuff, like, I don't need to be afraid. And so I think just kind of Charlene was given a little a little extra push with that just to kind of remind us that, I mean, the saints are around us in the midst of our struggles and everything. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the postulator, he came at the end and talked about a lot of stuff. But I think one of the, the cool things what he shared was that they they found what he says, they found like, the miracle kind of is what he was talking about. It's like the miracle. It's they've got witnesses. It's attested by like medical doctors. It's a COVID case. Um, and it just got all the essential things to be like a, the miracle that could kind of push her forward. So that's exciting too. But um, Joey, was there anything else you wanted to add? Anything else you wanted to share? Um, I just want to say that they can be your friend but they also they're right with god every day day in and out and they can pray for things and take care of you in a very different way than we can here on earth and it's wonderful to have somebody to pray for you like that and just because i'm her niece doesn't change anything she's there for so many people and i think it shows with how many people have come forward and wanted to share their story with charlene she has made such an impact and she's just such a caring person and there's no prayer too small for her she loves to comfort people Awesome. Yeah. Charlene right now is what's called servant of God. So it's kind of the first step. It means the bishop has officially opened a process. Um, they've done an examination. They are getting witnesses, people to talk about, talk about 
again, how they've seen her, how they've known her, how she's influenced them. Um, and, you know, they're going through all that. Um, the Pasha also brought up that um, they did ex- exhume her body. They did examine it, and her body's completely intact, which, you know, what, 60, 64 years later, um, that's pretty darn good. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what he says. I mean, we're, we're in Louisiana, y'all. I mean, we're, we're like... Like even us walking around, we're, we're underwater all the time, and so the fact that her body was still like intact was was a really good testimony as well. That's a an important part. I think a cow just mute mood, but okay, fine. It's it's fine. It, it's our uh, it's it's our podcast, anyways. So, well, wonderful, well, Julia. Any final comments? Anything else you want to say, or you're feel pretty good about this? Charlene, pray for us. Charlene, pray for us. That's right, and. You know, people can start invoking her, asking Charlene to pray for you. Um, who knows? You know, you may be that miracle that she needs. So um, we'll just close with a little prayer. And Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord our God, we thank you and praise you for the gift and the life of Charlene Richard. Lord, we thank you for allowing her to be a heavenly friend who journeys with us at every moment and every time. Lord, we pray that we as well can strive to be saints, imitating Charlene. We can have her as an intercessor, that she can be close to us on earth, but close to God to intercede for us. We pray, Lord, that her companionship may give us strength and give us consolation in our hardships. And we ask that all things be for your glory, Lord, as we pray. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, thank y'all. and. Tune in next time. Do you have an experience to share? Have you discovered a saint stalker? Has the spiritual life broken the barrier and transformed your everyday life? Or does heaven transform how you live on earth? We want to hear about it. Visit us at www.nolongerstranger.com or email me at frtreynolds at dioceselic.org that's d-i-o-c-e-s-e-a-l-e-x dot o-r-g and share your story and even join us on the show god bless